As I look back on this road I've traveled, I see so many times He carried me through. If there's one thing that I've learned in my life, it's my Redeemer's faithful and true. Welcome to another episode of the Minnesota Adventist Podcast. I'm your host, Tim Rittenauer, and once again, we're recording on the campuses of Maplewood Academy in Hutchinson, Minnesota, where the 2023 camp meeting is going on. And one of the blessings we've enjoyed here at this camp meeting is hearing from a couple who's sitting in front of me here. They have a ministry, the Folk Mountain Gospel uh, Ministry. Their names are Don and Donna Mole. And I appreciate you taking some time out of your busy schedule to spend time with us here at the Minnesota Adventist Podcast. So welcome to our podcast. Thank you, Tim. We're happy to be here. Well, we're happy to have you. So we've enjoyed your music. And so... um, there's two things we'd like to try to do today. Don and Donna have not always been Seventh-day Adventists, so I'd like to know a little bit more about that story, and then we'd like to know a little bit more about your ministry. So maybe we could just start with that story. You know, you I think it was sometime in the 1970s that, that you became Adventists. So tell us how that came about, and what was your background? Were you Lutherans or something else, or what just okay. was? So. Well, my mom and dad were Seventh-day Adventists when I was very young. Okay. My, my dad's family was from uh, around the Oak Park Academy in oh, Iowa. Okay. And Grandma and Grandpa raised all nine of their kids for the Lord. Mm-hmm. And my dad even had considered going into the ministry. But somehow something happened at church when we were all just little kids. There were four of us mm-hmm. that offended my parents, and they mm-hmm. decided that they weren't going to go back to church. They would mm-hmm. just stay home and be Christians. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't work very well. Yeah. And yeah. if we don't have the fellowship of our sisters and brothers in Christ, it tends to lead us away from the Lord, mm-hmm. and that's what happened. Mm-hmm. And so I used to go visit Grandma and Grandpa over in Nevada, and they would take me to church. And one year they even took me to camp meeting. And it was such mm. a good memory for me. And I noticed that at Grandma and Grandpa's house, if they had a problem, they would pray about it. Mm-hmm. And amazing things happened. Mm-hmm. And my grandpa would pray before every meal. And I remember he would fold his farmer's weathered hands and mm-hmm. pray that the Lord would bless the food and the hands that prepared it. Wow. And I knew he was talking about my grandma. <laughs> And my grandma and grandpa didn't have a lot of money. They were farmers. Mm -hmm. But they felt such a burden for their grandchildren. They had over 40 of us. And grandma sold her produce on the side of the road Mm -hmm. and bought a Bible for me. Hmm. And this Bible had a leather cover, and it had Bible study helps in the back written by HMS Richards. Wow. And she gave that to me. And through the years, I would read it sometimes, and I'd go to see them in the summer and and time went by, and Don and I began to date. Mm-hmm. And we started reading those things in that Bible and started mm-hmm. le- learning these amazing things. Wow. The seventh day is the Sabbath. Mm-hmm. And all these things that neither of us really had been taught. And we decided that we wanted to get married. So we called up the local Adventist pastor, mm-hmm. and he had heard our family name. My dad's name, I think, was still on the church books, Mm -hmm. but um, mom and dad hadn't gone to church for many years. Mm -hmm. And he said, well, I think that I could do your wedding. 
But you'll have to come to church three weeks in a row first. Oh, maybe that was a small price. I, yeah. don't know. <laughs> there you go. I think that's what you thought, isn't it, Don? Yeah. <laughs> well, he knew the people of his church, and they were mm-hmm. so loving. And they just welcomed us and made us feel like family. Mm-hmm. And so one of the families, after we were married, asked if we'd like to study the Bible together on Friday evening. So mm-hmm. we would go over there and... We would play games with their kids and study the Bible together. And we were married in September 1975. Mm-hmm. And in February 1976, we were baptized together. Wow. And my grandma and grandpa drove an hour and a half through an Iowa snowstorm to come to our baptism. But my parents didn't come. Oh. And they lived in the same town. Hmm. In fact, they were so offended that we would become Christians that they stopped coming to visit at all. And two years later, when our first little son was born, they didn't even come and see him. And that hurt. Because, you know, when you love the Lord and you're learning all these amazing things, you want to share him with those that you're the closest to. Mm -hmm. And they just didn't want to hear it. But the people Mm -hmm. of the church became grandma and grandpa and Mm -hmm. mom and dad. And Mm -hmm. when we didn't know what to do with that baby in the middle of the night, we'd call Risa and she knew what to do. (laughs) Okay. And we thought, we must be doing something wrong. Maybe we're being too pushy or something. And so we continued to pray about it, and things seemed to get better. And two years later... Better when, with your parents. With my parents, okay. yeah. yeah. And two years later, when our second son was born, Mom and Dad were there. Oh, okay. And things seemed to get better through the years. Mm-hmm. And we would go to visit. And one time we were there to visit, and our two sons were playing on the floor, And my dad said, do you know why your two little boys are so smart? And I thought he'd say, because I'm their grandpa. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But he didn't. He said, it's because you take him. You take them to Sabbath school. Mm. And we were there another time to visit. And dad was showing us his landscaping. And he just, out of the blue, he said, one of these days I'm going to come home. Mm. And I thought, What do you mean, Dad? And he said, you know, I'm going to come home to the Lord where I belong. Mm -hmm. So we continued to pray for my parents. And my dad's brother, Uncle Tom, Tom Hind, Mm -hmm. was teaching here at Maplewood Academy during Mm -hmm. those years. Mm -hmm. And I know that he and his wife, Bev, were praying for all of his brothers and sisters. Mm -hmm. And over many years, over 20 years Mm -hmm. of time went by. And eventually, my dad recommitted his heart to the Lord. And we got to be there for his Mm -hmm. (laughs) rebaptism. Yes. Well, you mentioned Tom Hind. And, of course, uh, there are some listeners out there that uh, listen to this that will know who we're talking about. And I certainly do. He was uh, a man of God that really made an impression on me when I was a student here at Maplewood Academy. uh, I remember one of the first classes I took was from Tom Hind. He would, taught algebra, I think it was, or something. And so he was, you know, on a, using a cane at that point, but eventually ended up in a wheelchair. And so yeah. I remember helping him quite a bit uh, as uh, he needed more and more help. So, yes, a very special man. So, yeah. um, When multiple sclerosis hit him, mm-hmm. he loved to teach here at Maplewood, and mm-hmm. it really broke his heart when... He couldn't teach anymore, mm-hmm. but he ended up learning to paint. Yes, and his paintings are just amazing. Yes, they are. Just you showed me them yesterday, and they're, they're really nice. So. You know, just with a paintbrush in his mouth, mm-hmm. and 
his wife would move the canvas and put the paint on the brush because it came to the point where he couldn't even use his arms. Mm -hmm. And through his long life, he lived to be over 80 years old. Hmm. And we got to see him in the last few years. He and Bev had moved to Texas where Mm. one of their sons lived. Mm -hmm. And we were there at that time. I was teaching at Southwestern Adventist College. And we went over to talk with him at the church. And his voice had gotten very weak. You had to get real close. Mm-hmm. But every word was praise to the oh, Lord. Yeah. I don't think he ever said a discouraging word. No. <laughs> well, you know, I'm here listening to this, and I noticed that Donna has done almost all the talking, <laughs> Donna. So is that yeah. typical? Well, yeah, yeah she, she likes <laughs> the, she's more talkable than I am. But, okay. you know, well, maybe we just uh, back up a little bit. You, You... Was there any difficulty for you in transitioning into becoming a Seventh-day Adventist back when you guys were studying together? Well, I, yeah, my story's not quite mm-hmm. as glorified as hers, you know. Wow. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, no, uh, I was raised in a family that uh, there was no religious background at all. I mean, mm. Basically, they would, uh, when Easter came along, they'd just say, hey, go on up to the nearest church, you know, mm-hmm. and send us kids off to the, sure. to the church for yeah. Easter or something. Yeah. But no, when I we met, uh, um, I had no idea what a Seventh Day Adventist was or mm-hmm. anything like that. And there's, you know, the, uh, when you when you're just first learning about it and and uh, things are brought to your attention, um, there might be some things that you don't agree with or think. Well, that I don't understand why that has to be that sure. way or yeah. something. Yeah. But but uh, you know, the more you study into it, the more. More sense it makes. More sense it makes, yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, good. Good. So when you two meet, were you two musical at that time? Oh, no, no. No, Uh, no? (laughs) I I always wanted to learn how to to play an instrument Mm -hmm. uh, through high school and that type of thing. But uh, no, uh, Donna, she started learning the guitar when I think she was 11 or something like that. 11 or 12. 12. Mm -hmm. We had another uncle here in Minnesota in Wasika. Okay. And he he played guitar well, and I wanted to learn, so he showed me three chords. Oh, and okay. I I had a book of songs, and I transposed everyone into the key of D, so I could play them all. Okay. And the next time they came to visit, we were living in Iowa. Mm-hmm. I got that book out, and I played several songs. And the only thing my uncle Jim said was, "I need to show you some more chords." Yeah, well, you can go <laughs> quite a ways with three chords. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and then and then uh, when we met. Uh, uh, I asked, I told Donna, would you show me how to play the guitar? So she was showing me uh, mm-hmm. some chords on the guitar and stuff. And okay. I, of course, I'm not a very good student, you know, so <laughs> well, I get uh, upset with that guitar because I, I want to do it right now. You mm, know, I, want, I sure. want it done now. Sure. And uh, she, uh, I'd, I'd throw it on the couch and say, I'm not picking that thing up again. And pretty <laughs> soon she says, well, I'm not going to show you any more chords, you know. So, <laughs> so I had to learn on my own you know, <laughs> after that, so. Yeah, and but, now okay. he plays guitar better but, than I do. But the Lord has really blessed us sure. uh, with yeah. uh, with the uh, instruments and such. Yeah. So yeah. Well, how did you get into using the unique like mountain instruments that you play? Then, what, well, how did that a, come about? Then? Well, um, we lived down by Springfield, Missouri, and uh, I don't know if you ever heard of Branson, Missouri, sure. uh, yeah. where they have Silver Dollar City and that mm-hmm. type of thing. We enjoyed going there, and uh, our youngest son, David, uh, wanted to. Uh, learn how to play the hammer dulcimer and we told him no it's too expensive you you won't you know you might play it once or twice or try and 
and then just give it up. Mm -hmm. Oh, no, he says, I, I really want to learn. Mm -hmm. And so uh, we said, well, we'll think about it. He says, I, I will pay half of it. He said, I, I, I got some money saved up. And we said, okay, if you pay half of it, we'll pay, pay the other half. And he took off. He mm. really, really played okay. it well. Okay. And so that's how we kind of got into the uh, the the mountain style of, sure. of the music and okay. such. Okay. All right. So when did you begin your music ministry? Then? Uh, 1889? 1889? 1889? I mean, 1988. <laughs> 1988, I think. Yeah. Okay. I'm not as old as I look old, but I'm not okay. that old. <laughs> I was going to start asking you questions if you'd ever met Ellen White or something. <laughs> <laughs> we heard about this thing in Minneapolis in 1888. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that's not uh, kind of a blight on Minnesota history in some ways. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. Well, but, well, we were living in Texas. And our boys were probably fourth and sixth grade or yeah, so. somewhere there. Yeah. And one of the families in the church played guitars and sang at different churches. Uh -huh. And they asked if we would want to join them. Uh -huh. And so the boys were playing some of their instruments. Daniel played guitar at that yeah, time, guitar, I think. Yeah, guitar, yes. And uh -huh. David was working a little bit on keyboard. keyboard. Uh -huh. And so we they called it the Master's Travelers. Uh -huh. And we did that for about two years and then moved back to Missouri. Uh -huh. And that's when we went to Silver Dollar City and David got so interested in those mountain instruments. Yeah. And so then we started, we were part of a group called Simply His hmm. that had five families at first. Yeah. Hmm. Before that, though, uh, there was a um, husband and wife that his parents were in the nursing, or not parents, grandparents was in the nursing home, mm -hmm. not too far from uh, Moberly. Mm -hmm. And uh, he said, would you guys come over and play your guitars and we'll sing from uh, my grandparents. Mm -hmm. We said, we'd love to do that. So we went there, and that uh, afternoon, there was a, one or two uh, uh, people there visiting their, their families, and, and uh, they came up and said, would you come over to our church and play? And mm -hmm. so that's how it started. Okay. And we said, we don't have any idea what we're doing, but uh, yeah, we'd love to come over and praise the Lord and <laughs> song with you folks. Sure, yeah. So that's how it started. We started playing with nursing homes and then okay. going into churches and such. Okay, mm -hmm. okay. When did you start doing more traveling, like what you do now? Did that kind of gradually come about? That, too, yeah, that kind of grew as we went. Yeah. yeah. We started out, we did maybe one a month, uh, okay. different places and stuff, and then... Uh, started growing into now we do it every weekend and and at, more at first there were five families yeah. and with all of our kids there were 20 of us oh wow it was and like an orchestra often, yeah, yeah we often outnumbered Band. the people in the little churches where we went yes mm. but yeah. then over time three of the families couldn't continue on mm -hmm. and so it came down to don and i and our sons mm -hmm. and jerry and cheryl jorgensen and their two kids mm -hmm. and we traveled with them for close well, to 20 about, about years 20 or so. years yeah. mm -hmm. and then things happened with their family and and now and then it just came down to don and i and our boys grew up and had families of their own yeah. mm -hmm. so and after the boys weren't going to travel with us anymore they taught us to play these mountain instruments mm -hmm. yeah i would guess you you must be on the road like 75 80 percent of the time or is that yes we we're just about every weekend we're out uh 48, 49 weekends out mm -hmm. of the year. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, we take longer trips sometimes. We might go out west or out east and mm -hmm. stay out for 
five to seven weeks mm-hmm. at a time. So. Mm-hmm. It's much easier now that I've retired. Right. I was a yeah. nurse practitioner, and so we okay. often had to go a long ways and then come back. Okay. Somebody's knocking at the door. Let me just check that. Hang on. <laughs> Keep talking. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, uh, we enjoy praising the Lord in song and, and with the instruments that we do. And um, when we get all set up and everything, we have 168 strings that we have to tune up. So it takes a while to get everything all tuned up and, and, uh, and get ready to go. But once, uh, once we get that going, it's really enjoyable to praise the Lord in song with the instruments. And so we have Bode Psaltery, Hammer Dulcimer, Mountain Dulcimer, and zither besides guitar and mandolin and i play a little banjo our two newest cd projects have some of my banjo on there and also some auto harp yes okay why don't you tell us uh i know you have you have a website and email address etc and why don't you tell us about how people can contact you as far as getting all of your music yeah we have a website uh, and that uh, website is folkmountaingospel.com Mm-hmm. And they can go on there. It has uh, uh, our um, uh, CD products and all of our products that we have on there mm-hmm. if they're interested in that type of music. Mm-hmm. We have a little bit of music that they can listen to that's on there. It okay. tells a little bit about us and and uh, has a picture on there with tell what we look like and sure. so on and so forth. But, and our schedule. And it has our be. schedule on there. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. So, it, uh, yeah, they can contact us that way. Or they could uh, also contact us or text us on, on our number is 417-839-9229. Okay. And then, of course, our email address is folkmountaingospel uh, at aol.com. Yeah. I won't have sure. to stop and listen and get it in my memory there. Yeah, I don't <laughs> see many AOLs anymore. No, <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Yeah, it's, a, it's an older one, but yeah. uh, we still have it, and it's, it works good right now anyway. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, it's uh, your music is is just so unique in that I think it's unique that it is pleasant to listen to. It is sweet and tender as your hearts seem to be as uh, and and so it, it's just a real blessing I'm sure that many many people would enjoy uh, getting your music and listening to it. So Yeah. We we like doing the older older hymns and sure. uh, some of the older songs. Uh, yeah, seems, seems like those older songs are are going by the wayside. And yeah. so we kind of we like to bring them back. Yeah, I'm partial to them too. Yeah, yeah, I haven't heard any hard rock or anything. Like that, so <laughs> and we don't we don't dan- dance around on <laughs> the stage too no, much. No, so. no, <laughs> no. So very good. Well, we're going to keep this relatively short. And sure. um, is there anything else you want to share before we? Uh, say goodbye to our listeners. Well, we'd like to mention that we also build the instruments. Uh, we've yes, been yes. Doing, we've been building the instruments for about twenty years. We we build the hammer dulcimer, the mountain dulcimer, the bowed psaltery, and the and the zither. Those four um, instruments that we do build. Yeah. And uh, if anybody's interested in any of that, they can get in contact with us, and we will. Sure. We will be happy to uh, talk to them and work something, work it out with them. Yeah. So, so let's so say. Somebody wants a hammered dulcimer. How long does it take to build one? It takes about 30 hours to build one Okay. Uh, from start to finish. Okay. And uh, and then the other smaller instruments take anywhere from 12 to 15 hours Okay. to, okay. to do those. But, 
you have you're all set up with a shop or something. Yeah, we got that. I got my own shop out there, yeah. and I like a, I like making a lot of sawdust and <laughs> and uh, yeah, we we uh, and Donna strings them. She gets uh, after I get them done, she will start stringing them. Okay, and uh, it takes two of us to do the hammer dulcimer. So okay, yeah, but uh, yeah, so yeah. we're we're very uh, very happy the way the Lord has worked that out, and mm-hmm. we enjoy doing it. Okay. Okay. And if anybody would like us to come and play at their church, uh-huh. we'd be glad to do that. We usually just ask that a love offering be received to help with our fuel expense. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Yes, well. and, if not, and if it's not during Sabbath hours, then we will we would have our uh, items for sale. Sure. Mm-hmm. All right. You bet. All right. Well, anyway, it's been such a pleasure to be able to make your acquaintance, and uh, I. Pray that our paths will cross again at some point. Yes. You know, I think actually, yeah, my, uh, well, he's my son-in-law, uh, Pastor Keith. Yes. Has he talked to you? Yes, he has. Okay, so Keith, he, yeah. you, you might end up at a few of his churches if right. he has his yeah. way. So. Yeah, I guess he's got like five churches. Yeah, he's got too said. many churches. Yeah. <laughs> I'm helping <laughs> out with one of them. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Yeah, he, so. he, yeah that would keep him pretty busy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so. Well, we appreciate it, Tim. Uh, having yeah, you having yeah. us over here and uh, yeah. talking on on this, and mm-hmm. appreciate it a lot. Yeah, I'm going to ask a question. You may answer. You may think, "Well, why is he asking me that?" But I still like to hear it. Do you guys love Jesus? Oh yes, Amen. yes, very can't much. Wait so. for him to come back. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I can't wait either. I love him too. So, yeah. and I don't think that day will be far off. So, no. well. And uh, maybe as we close here, I could have one of you pray for us before we close. Okay. Go ahead. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much that we can come before you on this beautiful morning here at Camp Meeting to praise you for your amazing grace, to talk together about the way you have worked in our lives, and we know you're working in every heart. Lord, please let each one hear the voice of love that just says, My son, give me thine heart, so that we can all meet together at your throne. We thank you again for this opportunity to talk to the folks through the podcast, for getting to know Tim. Thank you for your blessings and your care. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thank you so much. All right. Thank you, Tim. And uh, the Lord put it on my heart that I needed to do something with my podcast that I haven't been doing. And that is, I just want you to, if this podcast has been a blessing to you in this episode, would you mind sharing with somebody else? I'm not advertising other than kind of word of mouth kind of thing. And So I would appreciate it if you would do that. Until we meet again, may the Lord bless and keep you. May his face shine upon you and give you peace.